BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, I'm Kinsey from the I Love You So Much podcast. On my show, we talk about everything lifestyle, business, finance, beauty, you name it. My favorite part about the show is the amazing guests that we bring on. We have everyone ranging from like business experts to influencers, CEOs, creative masterminds. It's so much fun. If you guys want to find me on Instagram and it's just at Kinsey Elizabeth, I release new episodes every Thursday. So hope to see you there. The reason for me doing the rose quartz filtration process is because I wanted to add and amplify that love in the products. And it doesn't matter if people like it or not, because it's not there for, you know, the beauty benefit. What is there is just a tool that has helped me, the rose quartz, that I just wanted to add that little bit of extra care, that little bit of extra attention. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. I'm Jill Dunn, and this is my co-host, Carlene Higgins. Hey, Carlene. Hi, Jill. So our show, we're really all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. And I think people love our founder stories. And that's what we're bringing you today. A fan favorite founder episode. That's right. We have Miranda Kerr joining us on the mic today. And boy, did our Facebook chat room ever blow up when we invited you guys to send us your listener questions. Clearly, everyone loves Miranda. Yeah, that's kind of her magic. You know, she's definitely a supermodel, but she has that girl next door quality too, like dimples. And she just kind of radiates health and happiness. And you know what? I'll buy whatever she's selling kind of thing. (laughs) Pretty much. And I think it's also just her sheer positivity, though. She's got a really big heart. You guys are going to be able to hear that coming through in today's episode. And that's inspiring. You know, we all need a little dose of that, I would say, these days. Totally. So Miranda's going to talk to us all about her skincare line, Cora Organics. And that launched in 2009. It's all about nourishing your mind, your body, and your skin. So you too can get that Noni Glow. Noni is the star ingredient in the whole range. You're going to hear all about that in just a bit. 
And as per usual, we're going to be reviewing the top seller, which is the Noni Glow face oil following our interview with Miranda. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. And I actually weighed in with my review on another product from her range. It's quickly becoming a top seller that's rivaling the sales of the Noni Glow face oil. So I think you guys are going to be interested to hear about that too. So many favorites from this range, honestly. So in today's episode, Miranda is going to recall her days growing up in her native Australia, where she first developed her passion for nature, crystals that play a big role in her skincare line as well, and organic living prior to becoming a jet-setting fashion model who graced the pages of Vogue, runway shows like Givenchy and Prada, and of course, perhaps most famously, Victoria's Secret. And then she's going to retrace the exact moment that Cora Organics became her new life calling and how she would transform what was really an early adopter in the clean beauty movement into a global certified organic skincare company now sold in more than 2,500 stores in 25 countries around the world. And what a success story as a model turned entrepreneur too. Miranda's personal empire is now estimated to be about 80 million, according to a recent article in InStyle magazine. And her Instagram now has 12.3 million followers. That's a lot of influence. It's been really nice to see as well how she's been using that platform to help amplify melanated voices and stepping up when it comes to Black Lives Matter. Yeah, we ask her all about that for sure. And so we're going to chat with Miranda all about this toward the end of the episode. We, of course, find out her number one self-care tip and how the heck she makes the best use of a gua sha stone as part of her daily skincare routine. And check us out over on Breaking Beauty Podcast on Instagram. We got some video of that. So we'll be able to share it with you there as well. And don't forget, Miranda's also a mom of three. So we get some tired mom hacks too. Here she is, Miranda Kerr. So I grew up in a little country town in Australia. The name of the town is Gunnada. When I tell people here in America, they're like, Canada? I was like, no, Gunnada. <laughs> My accent. Yep. And I grew up like I spent a lot of time on my grandparents' farm. When my dad was growing up, it was a dairy farm. But when I was growing up, it was just the farm. We had a couple of horses and that was about it. Just, you know, land at that Mm -hmm. time because my grandparents had like semi-retired. And my grandfather was a house mover. And so they would literally like pick up houses and move them and when he would like get underneath the houses a lot of the times there would be these big geode crystals and he would find some and some of them were like you know broken up in half or like you know these geodes and whatnot would some of them were like fully like still together and he'd bring them back to my grandma and she was like oh thanks love and so I grew up kind of fascinated with these crystals and not really understanding the reason I felt connected to them was because as I learned when I was about 13 that all different crystals have different meanings and different uses and have been a really helpful tool for people for a long time. Pretty Mm -hmm. much ever since then I've always carried a rose quartz with me whether it be in my handbag or I used to wear one in my bra but now that I'm breastfeeding I'm not Mm -hmm. doing that anymore because that would 
be a bad situation. So you've done so many things in your career, faux covers, cosmetics campaigns, and probably most famously, Victoria Secret. So just want to get your thoughts on that. So I think something that people don't understand, I've had a very like long career and it didn't all come easy for me. I actually was quite a commercial girl. I wasn't doing the editorials like the big, you know, Vogue magazine and whatnot until later on in my career. So I went from doing the commercial work to then transitioning to doing the high fashion work. Mm -hmm. And that was only because Stephen Mizell really like took a liking to me and was like, oh, wow, we're going to have to shoot her for Italian Vogue. And Willie Vanderpeer um, mm-hmm. took a chance on me. And Nicholas, back when he was at Balenciaga, mm-hmm. and so those people collectively, I feel, helped make my career because they added that other element that helped me become more of a well-rounded Right. Kind industry. of propelled you. I remember those times and all the covers, and there must have been so much jet setting and again, sort of glamour and parties and everything for you. But was wellness something that was always in the back of your mind that you were kind of eating well and all that? Or was there a moment that sparked a kind of internal movement with you or a person? It was pretty clear to me that to maintain the career that I was having, like I was at that point, I was working like six days a week, two different countries a week. Like when people are like, oh, do you want to go out? I was like, there's no way I'm going out. I need to like go to sleep and I need to take care of myself so then I can wake up and like feel better. So when my career really took off, I mean, that was when I made sure that I really took care of myself. And so what sparked the idea of Cora Organics? Like when did that become sort of a kernel in your mind? Well, it was interesting because I was still living at home, probably 16 or 17. My mom got sick. And she had like tumors on her spleen. But because you can't like do a biopsy on the spleen, she wasn't sure if they were benign or uh, what they were. So for uh, about a year, we did a lot of research on healthy eating. And we got this book called The Chemical Maze. And inside it listed like anything that was like packaged and had ingredients on there, whether it be what we're eating or what we're using on cleaning products or what we're putting on our skin. It had the whole list and it simplified it in a way of like a sad face, a smiley face, a kind of like ooh face that really opened up our eyes as a family because we thought that we were healthy and we thought that we understood organics because we, my grandparents had this organic vegetable patch and all of that. But at the same time, we had trusted that whatever was being sold to us at the store from cleaning products and and beauty and whatnot was we assumed that it would be okay for us. And so then my interest was about finding a clean alternative and always reading the packaging. And I really couldn't find anything that was actually certified organic. So once I understood like first I, you know, I want clean beauty, but then I wanted to take it a step further and get organic. So at the time, I couldn't find anything that was certified organic. And I said to my friends, this was back when I was in Australia, um, I was visiting, even though I was living in New York at the time. It was in 2006 when I started thinking about this idea of what about certified organic skincare? She said, well, why don't you talk to a friend of mine who has a certified organic essential oils line? So I spoke with her 
And then she put me in touch with the organic labs. And then I just started this process organically going back and forth saying, well, in an ideal world, I would create these products and it would the key ingredient would be noni. And then we would find really powerful, natural, certified organic ingredients that work synergistically with noni to really give the skin that vibrance and that glow that it needs. I know you touched on it earlier. Maybe you can just explain what noni extract is for our listeners and maybe what makes it really so much different than any other antioxidant. Yes. So noni is a superfood, super fruit, and it's originally from Tahiti and its scientific name is Marinda citrifolia and it's rather large fruit and it's green on the outside, kind of like funny little nodules on the outside Mm -hmm. and when you cut it open it has this kind of purpley dark purpley brown color and texture and it's not really a fruit that you just want to cut up and eat it's fermented the fruit is like goes through like a fermentation process and just has a really high antioxidant and nutrient content and it's been used for many many years throughout the world I just for myself personally found the results for my energy. I found that if I had sunburn, I put it on my skin. It was very soothing. Mm -hmm. Um, It is an antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant. Um, So it's an incredible ingredient that, so I'd be like, Nan, you know, I've got a pimple and she'd be like, here, love, put the noni on it. Or Man, I'm feeling tired. Here, love, have a shot of noni. What does it taste like? They call it the cheese fruit, but it's it doesn't taste necessarily like cheese. It kind of smells a little bit like cheese. Mm. And more often than not, it's mixed with blueberries because the blueberries accentuate the benefits, actually, I think, and also makes it more palatable. And more often than not, having it with a little bit of apple juice is like a really great way to Mm. drink it. So let's talk for a minute about the bestseller, the Noni Glow Face Oil. Let's talk about that. So how did that particular product come to be? And what makes it so special? Because there are a lot of face oils out there. I do think this one, it's beautiful. It gives you that Noni Glow. So Let's talk about how it came to be. So the Noni Glow face oil is, like you said, our hero product. And it's so great because the combination with the pomegranate oil, the sea buckthorn, um, it just, it has your omegas in there, your essential fatty acids. It has rosehip oil in there as well, which is really great for scarring. It also has like a high amount of vitamin C in there. And It really, it helps balance the pH. So it's good for your skin, regardless of your skin type. So Mm. sometimes people have this misconception that maybe if you have oily skin, you need to really make sure that you, you know, use a foaming cleanser and whatnot. And that's fine. But at the same time, if you don't balance your skin with a product like this, then your skin can overproduce oil and then overproduce, you know, any kind of bumps and acne and whatnot and this helps normalize the ph level so that then your skin is getting the nutrition it needs it's not over oily so the consistency Mm -hmm. of it it kind of it sinks into your skin Mm -hmm. it doesn't sit on the surface which i really like about it Mm -hmm. um it sinks really deep into your skin i'd obviously as i said the rosehip oil helps with the scarring or any 
kind of damage that has happened to your skin. The sea buckthorn is a great source of the omegas and vitamin C and then the noni in there and the pomegranate oils too. So the Mm. combination of it is really quite powerful for anyone kind of just looking for an all-round great face oil to give your skin that glow. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. And when do you put it on? Because I still think there's a lot of people that are interested in face oils, but they don't know what step it goes. Do you do it at night? Is it enough, you know, just on its own? Like, how do you like to use it? Yeah. Yeah. So I do mine in the morning and at night religiously. And so I do, so I cleanse, mist, serum, moisturize, and then the oil at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I have mixed it up in certain times and gone like, you know, but the only way I mix it up is do it before the moisturizer. But now I'm liking it after the moisturizer. <laughs> and sometimes I mix it with my moisturizer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then another thing, And then sunscreen. <laughs> And then another thing that I do is I'll put a drop into a little, it's like a little makeup concealer that I have mm-hmm. and I'll put a drop into it and then mix it around and then put it on my skin for like a sheer, like natural coverage. Mm-hmm. That's like an okay. extra way to use it. Yeah. <laughs> Good tip. Or to like freshen your makeup. So for instance, like what I'll do is I'll put like a couple of drops here in my hands. And if I've been working all day and I need to just kind of give it a little bit of a lift, I'll put it mm-hmm. to give myself a little glow. So you just spread there. it in your palms. Spread and it then in my palms and then press it in. Push, push it in. Yeah. Around yeah. the temples. Around the and temples. The cheekbones. And yeah. Cheekbones. Yeah. I'm giving Hopefully. a little description since they can't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us about all of the products being energized with crystal quartz. Cause I have a hard time in my head. I'm like, how does it actually get into the product? Is it like, how is it produced where that's even possible? And what's it doing? Yeah. Is it just yeah, like so a feel good thing? Because we get a, like people be like, you know, eye roll, you know, here comes like the anti-goop people. The anti-goop like, what? tribe. They they want to know <laughs> they come what's, hard. what's yeah, the deal. And that's totally fine. Because as I said, the reason for me doing the rose quartz filtration process is because I wanted to add and amplify that love in the products. And it doesn't matter if people like it or not, because it's not there for, you know, the beauty benefit. What is there is just a tool that has helped me, the Rose Quartz, that I just wanted to add that little bit of extra care, that little bit of extra attention to the product. So in the manufacturing process, every ingredient touches upon the raw rose quartz crystals. So like this, that actually we have even bigger ones. So when the ingredients are going through in the vat or mixing through, our standard operating procedure includes it touching upon the rose quartz crystal. And then this rose quartz crystal, it has its standard operating procedure of like having to be taken outside once a month and be energized by the sun and the moon and to be cleansed and then put back in to the vat for the next lot of ingredients. That Whose job is in. that? <laughs> oh, well, they, we have um, some really great people that, <laughs> yeah. are, that are working on it. And, you know, for me, it was like something that I personally wanted because it was like a personal thing Mm. that I thought, wow, wouldn't that be cool? Mm -hmm. And so 
I don't talk about it. Like it's not the reason to buy my products, in my opinion. The reason right. to buy my products is because they're really effective. They're healthy for you and they'll, they really help your skin be healthy and glowing, right? And they're results right. driven. And this is an added little bit of touch where I wanted to add a little bit of magic so that I felt when I was using the products, not only was I, you know, being healthy for my skin and getting the results I need, but I was feeling that love. I was feeling that positivity. I was feeling that connected intention, which is another reason why I'm not sure if you know, but on the back of my products, there's a positive word. So on the back of the face oil, it says bliss, upliftment, nurturing. Like it's a positive word to further enhance that experience of, as opposed to just like putting, you know, a face mask on or cleansing your face, you feel hopefully energized because we are all energetic beings. There's a lot of study around it through Dr. Masaru Emoto did this whole study on like, he's a Japanese doctor and he did a whole study on like the words and every single word having been powerful and having a vibration. And because we're energetic beings, it affecting us on a cellular level. But that, you know, that's like a whole nother conversation. Well, it's like that merge between self-care and skincare that we've Mm -hmm. started to see. But really, your line came out so much before people were really thinking about that. But that ritual aspect, right? And even just that kind of slowing down and taking care of yourself, you know, will just help you not only look better, but feel better as well. the gua sha do you use it for sculpting is it more like the yeah gua like sha how stone? often and with what product do you use it with and, yeah and when so basically and- in the morning i wake up and i have a very puffy face i don't know it's probably hereditary on my dad's side that like we have like round faces so in the morning when i wake up i like cleanse my face i mist i do the noni bright vitamin c And then I'll put on the moisturizer, then the face oil. So after I've done all of that, I then use the gua sha and massage it in Mm -hmm. as the last step with the face oil. And I use upward strokes, like going up, up, upwards. And then I like massage a lot around my like forehead wrinkles. (laughs) (laughs) And then also not forgetting the neck and the chest area, like massaging up. It just promotes circulation. It promotes the blood flow. I love that it is the rose quartz crystal. I know there are some other, there's like a jade roller. There's other like other crystals out there that some people use. I personally love the rose quartz because it is giving yourself that self-love in like a humble way and um, opening the heart chakra. And I believe if we all come from that place of love, then we're like more connected as humans. So good little ritual and then like I massage a lot around the eyes and in between the eyebrow area Mm -hmm. there because I feel like that's where I get a lot of tension like because I can be I'm quite expressive in my face as you (laughs) have probably noticed um (laughs) and so you know I find like sometimes I'll be like and so I need to like relax that area and then a good tip for the gua sha is to keep it in the fridge because it's extra cooling then, mm-hmm. especially for the summer times. But in general, just like if you're massaging your face with the gua sha and it's cool, it's like promoting like 
double circulation because then you're getting the cooling effect as well as the massage. And so I like go up, 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 and then I like go down, like to go to kind of drain out and then down I'll go the like up, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, like down the neck and then I'll go up, up, up again. And I'll do all around my jawline mm-hmm. so I get puffy there as well. And then I get into my um, the top of my shoulders because it has that pointy bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. I actually designed this myself and it was really fun. It's a heart-shaped gua sha mm-hmm. that has the contour that goes to your face as you're like doing it and like releasing any tension that mm-hmm. you might have. And as I said, I'll often use it as well, like in my hands on like little oh, pressure yeah. points or on my idea. neck, chest, chest area. So specifically, I would say a couple of minutes. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to get to this question because we obviously know there's so much happening with current events right now. And a lot of brands are being called on and being held to account when it comes to pull up or shut up movement, the hashtag that's happening on Instagram. And, you know, a lot of brands have really pulled up and are being very transparent. And I noticed that Cora Organics pulled up pretty much right away in the first week. And uh, when you guys participated in that, the corporate team is 12% black, 12% Latina, 18% Asian, 58% white with 50% of your leadership team of four being persons of color. So tell us about what the company has been doing in support of Black Lives Matter and, you know, responding so quickly to these calls to action? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's our responsibility to stand up and be transparent. And we, from day one of the company, I've really been about obviously getting the right people for the job, but also having diversity. And as you can see, we do have a diverse group and that's something that we're aware of even more now than we were and even in our campaigns like as if you look back we do have a diverse range of people that shoot with us at Cora and that is something that is important to us because I really do feel that it's Cora is is great for all skin types and also for a wide age group as well like I use it on my children and my grandma uses it so there is quite a wide range because and people like that you know don't you have like a core demographic but I honestly feel like like everything from the body wash the body lotion and whatnot the kids can I use on my kids since the day they were born and so anyway about the whole movement when it came about I just said to my team like This is something that needs to be taken very seriously and it's something that I want to make sure as a company that we're committed to and that's why we donated to Black Lives Matter and uh, Equal Justice Initiative. I actually read an article recently you did with InStyle where you were on the cover and you were talking about how you taught you were teaching your children about contributing to social change with Harvest Home, a charity in LA. Could you maybe tell our listeners about that? Yes. So Harvest Home is a charity that supports pregnant women. I didn't even realize that when you are homeless and you become pregnant, you're not able to stay at the actual 
homeless facility with everybody else. Harvest Home has is an organization specifically for pregnant women and supporting pregnant women that are homeless and don't have anywhere to go. And mm. so as a family, my son and I and my husband, although he doesn't do that much cooking, but my son and I do the cooking and we all visit Harvest Home and sit down and, you know, give the meal and sit down and eat the meal with them and talk to them. And I donate a lot of products from Cora for them as well. And I just think that it's really an important cause and one that have been a mother three times, like knowing the support that you need and the nurturing that you need when you're pregnant. And my heart really went out to those that felt like they had nowhere to go uh, at that time in their lives. And um, yeah. So I think we better make a few minutes for our listener questions. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this one is from our private Facebook chat room. And this is from Sarah Henson. And she wants to know, what do you think is the next big ingredient or trend in skincare? Wow. I think looking at ingredients for me, like that are like the natural retinols that are available, like the Kahai oil and how you can help target wrinkles with that, you know, without using like a harsh chemical. So making sure that you can kind of get that the deep treatment in a natural way, in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Meg L from our chat room would like to know, what is a skincare secret you learned from backstage at the runways? Well, it's probably what I spoke about earlier, putting the Noni Glow kind of on the, what, what do you call that? The brow bone, the top of the cheekbone there yeah. to give that extra glow. And also the mist after you've done your makeup to like set the makeup with the mist mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I feel like those are good tips. Yeah, great. Mm -hmm. And this is from Michelle, and she would like to know, what are some of your favorite products outside of Cora Organics? So maybe you can tell us a few of your makeup favorites that are always on your top shelf or in your makeup bag and some of your hair products too, maybe. I really like a Rahua shampoo, Mm -hmm. the Palo Santo one because I love Palo Santo. So Palo Santo to me, like it's such a great tool to like clear the energy. And like right. I light a Palo Santo, a little stick of Palo Santo almost every night before bath time mm-hmm. to just clear the energy from the day. So yes, Rahua shampoo and RMS. I love all of their concealers. And so the, she has the a really- uncover up? The uncover up. I use 22 in the uncover up. And also I use her- new foundation, which is really, it's, it's a, a really great. good one. I didn't think I was going to like it just because it has a lot of, because it's coconut oil based and I'm kind of oily yeah. skin, but it's just a different texture and you have to like warm it up almost, but then it really yeah. does look beautiful on the skin. It does. It looks like you're not wearing makeup, which I really like, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah. the coverage is, is good. Mm-hmm. Another product. Oh, not that, this one. I thought it was the sunscreen. There's some um, organic pharmacy has a sunscreen that I like. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's organic pharmacy. It, it's really good. I also like this concealer, Bye Bye Under Eye. Oh, yeah, oh, from yeah. It Cosmetics. Full coverage, like when you need a little more mm-hmm. something, I use that. I like the Cosasport Rush lip because it's... Yeah, um, fuel? Yeah. yeah, it's the fuel, Cosasport fuel. 
Yeah. It's such um, a pretty sheer gloss. Yeah. That, I mean, and it's, it's a fun little package too. Yeah. What else do I love? I like Charlotte Tilbury's Skin Perfecting Micro Powder. There's my eyebrow again. <laughs> I told you what that eyebrows. What unruly. are you putting on your zoom, eyebrows? Zoom makeup tricks. This eyebrow. This is just an eyebrow brush that I'm like. Oh, okay. Pulling my it. eyebrows it's blue up. And pink. What blue do you pink. use on your brows normally? Oh, precisely my brow pencil by Benefit. Mm-hmm. That's a great. So one. that's that's a good one. Yeah. But normally I just like I'm a little bit lazy and just pull them up. <laughs> this, this I'm quite disappointed. I think it's they don't make it anymore. This is um La Prairie blush because okay. I'm like cream right blush? at the end. It's a cream blush, and I'm okay. right at the end of it. I remember using that before, and I use that on my cheeks and on the top of my eyes. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. so many good cream blushes out there. Really? So, Can you tell I me think one? So, <laughs> um, you know what? I just started using one called Tower Twenty Eight which okay, is I'm out of LA and it's for sensitive skin and it's all clean okay. formulas, right, Jill? Yes. Yes. And what's your number one self-care secret right now? You talked about baths celery before. Juice. Celery juice. Celery okay. juice. Every morning, empty stomach, celery juice, 32 ounces for me, but don't go that hard straight away. Start with like a glass. Oh, wow. Okay. Just you get a juice out, cold pressed. It's so easy. You just put it in, drink your celery, make it fresh. And what do you love about it? Because I've heard so much of this. Yeah, about this. Well, for me, it's really, really helped in so many ways. Like one of the main things is like keeping everything regular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just a really good way to kind of kickstart that whole process in the morning. And I feel like with like just my digestion. I've had like issues with my stomach. Like in the past, I've had like reflux and I feel like I'm a super healthy person. And this has completely settled that. It alkalines the system and really puts the minerals in there and and hydrates the system. So I'm just obsessed with it and I love the way it makes me feel. And my husband, who's like, if I'm super healthy, my husband's like kind of the opposite. Like, you know, we're a little bit yin and yang like that. Yeah. But this is the one thing that he does every morning as well. And he'll ask me, got my celery juice? I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> At first he was a little like, really? And then after like a week of doing it, he's like, actually, this is the real deal. This is like transformational. Yeah. I think it's something that everyone could do. One other thing that I'm doing right now, which like I've very much been into health and wellness from a, a young age. And I also studied at integrative nutrition in New York. And so I'm like reading, I'm constantly reading books on health and wellness. And another book that I really love is the cleanse to heal book that Anthony Williams just came out with. It talks about plant-based food. And I, in the beginning, because I grew up eating a lot of meat, I thought like, I was like, Oh, I could never do the whole plant-based thing. But lately I've been doing it and feeling so much better for it. It's really helped me in a lot of ways. So just putting it out there, I like to help other people. So it's good. And you know what I thought? Like some people think, oh, do I have to go like fully that way? And um, I read somewhere the other day, it was a different person, another doctor talking about eating plant-based and someone had asked the question, well, 
I, you know, I really love my grandma's chicken soup. Like, how am I going to go without that if I become plant-based? And he said, listen, you don't have to give up your grandma's soup, but what you can do is eat like plant-based most of the time and then have a little, mm-hmm. you know, indulgence of your grandma's soup here and there or like whatever else that it might be that, you know, you feel yeah. compelled to have. But if you understand that, you know, that you can eat healthy the mo- most of the time, then give yourself yeah. a little bit of like freedom. Like I mentioned, we're going to weigh in with our two cents on her best-selling products. So first up, Carlene, you're going to talk about... The Cora Organics Noni Glow Face Oil. It's $68 US and $88 Canadian. And this is the product that really embodies what the entire range is all about. Totally. So how do you apply it or use it to use it in the morning or at night or what? Yeah. So I used it in the morning and at night and I followed these directions, Jill, that Mm -hmm. I got in this lovely card from the PR. It's signed Much Love Miranda XXX. And she explains what she does for her at-home kind of mini facial. So I followed those instructions. I did the Noni Bright Vitamin C Serum first, followed by the Hero Noni Glow Face Oil and then the Eye Oil. And for the face oil in particular, you just drop, you know, a few droplets into your palm. You warm it up by, you know, rubbing your hands together. And then I just pat it on my face as I do with any type of a serum. And it's really important to follow that order because one day I did the eye oil first and everything pilled. Okay. So that was very important. You want to do that vitamin C serum followed by the face oil followed by the eye oil. Hmm. I always notice they do that in facials. They always put the eye thing on at the last. So maybe that's why. Yeah, I know. And I always put eye cream on first. I don't know why. So I guess I've been doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So what were the results? Like, is it just something that feels and looks good? Or is it like you've noticed a difference? Well, you know, listen, I didn't use it for three months. And that's one of the disadvantages to doing monthly damn good episodes is that I only get to use it for a few weeks. So I can say that using it right away, I really enjoyed from an aesthetic point of view, my beef with a lot of face oils is when they don't absorb quickly enough. You know, when you have this oil slick on your face, not only is that uncomfortable, but your makeup doesn't go on very well. And I also have to question what is penetrating and what it's actually doing if Mm -hmm. it's just sitting on my face. So what I can say about the Noni face oil is it did penetrate pretty quickly and I was able to continue with my makeup routine and everything looked great. I would say hydration is definitely a key benefit to using this product that you don't have to wait for weeks and weeks to enjoy. Um, My face kind of looked plump and bright and I love that. What did you like from the line? Well, because it is summer, the product that I wanted to try from this brand and I had tried it last year, but I put it back in my shower. And this was because Miranda said it was quickly almost eclipsing the Noni Glow face oil as their number one mm. bestseller. It's the Cora Organics Turmeric BHA Brightening and Exfoliating Treatment Mask, 48 US dollars, 63 Canadian. Basically, the main ingredient is, as advertised, yeah. it's turmeric, which helps to visibly brighten and even the skin tone. And I think what you'll notice right away when you take it out of the tube is that it is like a yellow brown kind of color. It's like you almost look like color. Yeah, but it's not Mm -hmm. quite as 
It's not as yellow. That particular ingredient helps to reduce the look of pigmentation, calms redness. And there's also papaya enzymes. So those gently exfoliate the dead skin. And Mm -hmm. it has a product to help clear pores. It's a aspen bark. I'd never seen that before. And -hmm. it's a natural source of BHA, which is beta hydroxy acid. And we know that that's great for keeping pores clear. I would say a very little bit goes a long way because you can cover like quite a bit comes out of the tube when you squeeze it. So very little amount goes a long way. Now, I want to talk about application and how you can use this. So I was using it more as a scrub and exfoliating scrub. So I get in the shower and then I put it on my face and I left it on for about five minutes using the steam and everything. And then I kind of like gently circular motions scrubbed it away. But it is more of a polish than uh-huh. A scrub, if that makes any sense. Sometimes if you have a scrub, it's almost like you can feel the particles dissolving when you're touching it to your skin. This did not happen. Um, And actually, you don't want to have those micro tears that you get with the apricot. Oh, yeah. Shall not be named. Yeah, like death, (laughs) death to that. But actually, what does the exfoliating? I looked into it is these finely ground rosehip seed granules. Okay. So it is a seed. Mm -hmm. And so I think that accounts for feeling that grittiness. That's the best way to describe it. So I love that right now because I feel like I have sunscreen on my face. I just, you know, I really want to get that deep exfoliation. And then the other way to use it, I would probably use it more as a mask in the wintertime. And so you put it on your face, you leave it on for about 15 minutes and that allows like the papaya enzymes and whatnot to do the work. So Mm -hmm. you can use it as a scrub or a mask multitasking. Okay. I'm sold. I'm going to add this to my routine. Yeah. And I like that I can just use it in the shower. I'm going to use it basically as a face wash. That's my lazy slash busy cheat. Very good. (laughs) So skip the cleansing step. So she's kind of crushing it. And she kind of gave us a bit of a scoop that she just launched ingestible beauty powders, like powder that you would add to a smoothie. She just Mm. launched those in Australia for Cora Organics. So I know a lot of our listeners are really interested in beauty from the inside out. So I wanted to mention to look out for that. It's coming out, I think, very soon in North America. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week, you guys. We'll be seeing you next week when we're back with another Damn Goods episode all about some new up and coming indie brands that are on our radar that you're going to be interested in hearing about next. So bye for now. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. Like a cherry